0: Hey everyone, meet Kevin here. So I am super excited because many of you who have been following this channel know I have been pitching life insurance because I've always been confused about life insurance. And honestly, I still feel somewhat confused about life insurance. You know that I've always had this affiliate link, metkevin.com slash life, where you can get life insurance in as little as five minutes from your phone, Apple Pay, Android Pay. You've heard this a million times before on this channel. Well, Jamie Hale, the CEO of Ladder Life, agreed to come on the channel and explain to us life insurance, infinite banking. I went on Clubhouse the other day and people are pitching infinite banking like crazy. I don't know what's going on. I have a hard time explaining this stuff. So I figured why not go to a CEO of industry and talk to someone as awesome as a Jamie Hale. So I'm gonna bring him on right now. Jamie, introduce yourself.
1: Hey, Kevin, nice to, uh, nice, nice, thanks for having me. I'm Jamie <laughs> Hale, I'm the, I'm the co-founder and CEO of, of Ladder Life and we're making it so you can get life insurance as fast and as easy as in five minutes.
0: Awesome. So tell me a little bit, what is, let's start, let's get right yeah. into uh, infinite banking. What sure. is it? I, I People talk about like, oh, you can make money with it. You should pull money out of this and put it into that. Like, what is yeah. that? Okay.
1: So it's, uh, you got to break down and first, understand insurance and life insurance. So what life insurance does, there's a pure insurance component. That's what we do. We do term insurance, which says, if you uh, were to pass away, your loved ones will get a certain amount of money. So you can buy, for example, a million-dollar policy uh, that may cost you like fifty bucks a month, right? Yep. And that million-dollar policy—if anything were to happen to you—people are counting on your income that replaces your income and makes it so they don't have financial distress. Uh, or at the same time, they're having like r- a real emotional distress, emotional suffering. Right. I'm passionate about it. My dad died when I was eleven, and he had a simple life insurance Sorry. policy. Yeah, no, no, no. Listen, hugely redeeming pl- role in my life. It got me through college, got me through Harvard Business School. Like it, it, it really, it got my mom and me in our home around our friends and our family and our community during a super shitty time. So it's a great product. It's a really act of love. It's um it's wonderful. It's like stock diversification. It's a low probability and it it really helps you. Okay. So you have term insurance, which just pays, it's just the pure insurance side, and then you have whole life insurance, which is a combination of two things: term insurance, just the pure insurance part, and a savings account. So infinite banking has to talk about how you can use the savings account aspect of a whole life policy and different wow. ways to access it. Um, I, can, I can go on forever about infinite banking and, and get into the real details of it if you want. Uh, one thing I, I think most people
0: this, get- The savings account, is this: is that where people talk about like, oh, this is where you can make interest on your money or yeah. and and are there a lot of fees that go into that or, or what's the scoop with that? Sure, there is. Uh, so first of all,
1: there's a lot of fees that go into most whole life policies because they're sold through a pretty expensive distribution network, which is uh, uh, you know life insurance agents. So if you, uh, for example, a whole life policy will cost sometimes 10 to 20 times as much. So let's use 10 times as much. It sometimes will take you 20 years of payments before your cash value inside your life, your whole life policy, equals the premiums you paid in. If you were to take that same amount of money and just put it in a savings account or brokerage account or invest in real estate, right, that money would also be working for you. And in a whole life policy, by definition, you only can invest in uh, bonds that the, that, that the insurance company
0: owns. Oh, wow. Okay. So the whole life policy is really designed to be something where maybe rather than paying 50 bucks a month, you're paying say 200 bucks a month. And the theory is that they're going to take that 150 bucks and help you build that wealth, essentially the, the value of yeah. your policy. And, and you're saying because the there, there are a lot of fees that go into it and your investment options are limited. You might be better off just literally taking that extra 150 bucks a month and going buy a Tesla or something or an S and P 500 index fund. Yeah,
1: you can. There's a lot of complexity when people talk about infinite banking. One of the things I think that's most misleading is they talk about okay. you can pay yourself when you borrow. You can okay. borrow talk, against talk that cash that. That value when it's tax free and you're paying yourself. Well, let's say yeah. I own a home or a second home or an income property. I can okay. do a home equity loan against that. That's, a, again, a tax free withdrawal of the, of the value of the asset. It doesn't cost me, but I have to pay interest. That, that case, I had to pay interest to the bank if you withdraw a loan on your whole life policy, you have to pay interest to the insurance company. You're not paying interest yourself, you're paying it to the mm-hmm. company. Right? Uh-huh. So you're literally paying the company to access
0: your own money. Right. So that's usually not a good deal. So uh, uh, infinite banking, how, how does this like, how did they take a total novice and explain this? So if I'm totally clueless about infinite banking and I say okay i i get that i can have a life insurance policy for 50 bucks a month it's term i pay that i get my insurance if i die i get paid out whatever right Uh, following the terms of of whatever we signed up for so whole life is now i'm paying more money i'm paying into basically an investment vehicle and the theory is i'm going to grow this so let's say i grow this to i don't know fifty thousand dollars as an investment vehicle the infinite banking are you suggesting the infinite banking portion is is people like borrowing against that and kind of paying borrowing themselves against,
1: against their yeah they're borrowing against that and, and quote unquote paying themselves but they're paying interest on that and that interest is not going to them it's going to the insurance company so the really you need to you need to make sure you're comparing apples to apples a lot of people who talk about infinite banking will assume you have you pay $50 for term and then the rest of the money that you save pose to the whole life policy you just spend you don't actually save it So if you're looking at two components, you can either bundle them together, a term policy and savings and a whole life policy, or you can do it as a term policy plus a savings account, where you put it in your 401k by Tesla, by S&P 500, or by a money market fund. And if you compare those two apples to apples, that's where I think the the true comparison lies. And a lot of times, infinite banking, given the fees, given the expense of borrowing against it, a lot of times, it doesn't make sense financially.
0: Got it. Here's a question in the comments. Can you yeah. comment on this? They're wondering, uh, they want to to talk about mutual companies and dividend payout rates at 6% with uh, distribution that's tax-free. So where does that come from? Yeah.
1: So these mutual companies, you can buy a whole life policy that has a um, return of their underlying assets, and they've been investing in those assets for a long period of time. So you can then put money in and kind of participate in it. Those 6% aren't guaranteed. And we look at 10-year, you look at 10-year yields at like 1.6% now, right? Yeah. It's those are long-term historic averages. And if you look at long-term historic averages or for any bond, uh, that's, you know, those are higher in the in past history than they are today. So those aren't guaranteed distributions. They'll just say, if we do well, we'll pay you a distribution. There's a lot of six percent dividend paying stocks too. Right, so mm. like you, you have to think through all. If you're thinking through your financial life, you got to think through all your different alternatives and what's going to make sense for you. And for most people, they want to have real um, liquidity. They they can act if you have it in a savings account, you get it anytime you want. You have it in a your brokerage account, you get it anytime you want. For for um, for whole life policy, you got to hold it a long time just even to build the cash value that you can then borrow against.
0: So w- sometimes I hear people, they say, oh, you should mortgage your house and put this money into this this whole life plan and then you could get, you know, a return. Are are they selling this with the idea of of basically trying to arbitrage like, hey, you can get a loan on your house for 3%, put it into this fund that hopefully pays 6% like an AT&T stock, let's say, that yeah. pays you
1: 6%. Listen, there's a lot of ways you can leverage your assets and yeah. leverage in between other things. I am the biggest life insurance fan there is. I don't do that, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's because they aren't guaranteed and it's illiquid, mm-hmm. and you have to pay a lot of upfront fees. Right? You don't about pay, those. What, what
0: do you mean it's illiquid? Uh, so you,
1: it's really hard because what you basically do is your big surrender cost. So if you were to say, hey, listen, I want to cash out my policy, a lot of times you can't cash out your policy and get your money back for what you paid in until usually well north of 20 to 30 years. So it's like having a big, um, I'm gonna be really old school. you remember A-share mutual funds? They charge you this big I, upfront fee to buy the mutual fund.
0: And, and then they charge you a big fee to, uh, oh, sorry, there's an Get upfront out. fee to yeah. actually buy into it. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So it big, takes big you years fund. to actually make your money back. Exactly. So
1: that's usually oh, okay. why a lot of people are looking at for most investment stuff, they're really considering kind of low fee alternatives. Oh
0: so if somebody is looking into infinite banking or whole life insurance they should also con- they should not just look at that maybe six percent yield but they should yeah. also consider hey if you wanted to cash your money out you've got to pay this surrender value and you might yeah. have to have your money in there for 10 15 years before you even break even on that is, is what you're saying
1: yeah I, exactly I, you should look at uh, you, you should check out your affiliate link at you know you know meet slash life to see what a term policy will cost you you can go to lateralife.com right you can see what a term term policy will cost you and then say hey how much do i want to both protect my family and get a death benefit of a million dollars or how much do i want to then additionally save and if i want to additionally save is this whole life policy my best choice or is a brokerage account my best choice is a as, is a is a savings account my best choice you can look at all those different all those different options
0: And then somebody here says, borrow against uh, cash value in policy in form of a loan. So when you borrow against the cash value in your whole life, you're paying, it's not like a a retirement account where you're paying interest into your own policy. You're paying it to the life insurance company. To the life insurance company. And
1: it's just like if you were were to borrow on your home equity line, you're paying your interest to Wells Fargo. Now, Wells Fargo, if they make a lot of money, they may raise your dividend rate. And you happen to be a shareholder in Wells Fargo, then you may benefit from some of that. But you're not paying truly yourself, right? You're mm. not actually paying it into yourself. So um, that's uh, any loans you can borrow against your assets. You can margin your loans in your stock portfolio. That tends to be cheaper than getting a credit card loan. Uh, so it all depends on how you want to manage your liquidity and tax. I used to work for a couple of couple of billionaires. So um, I know a lot about like asset location and tax minimization. And those things typically don't tend to work. It tends to cost you more than it's worth.
0: And is there a, a limitation on what you can invest in if you do a whole life infinite banking concept? Because really the infinite banking is yeah. just really a, a creative way of saying you get a dividend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You get a dividend and that you can borrow, you have an asset because you are have a savings account, you have an asset you can borrow against, mm. right? Mm. But you can accumulate that asset any place you want. And you can borrow usually you can borrow against most of those assets or sell them it's harder to get the the cash out of a whole life policy that's that's really what it's that's really what it's talking about
0: there's a comment here from mark about you can prepay future premiums and stash away more cash than just a one-year premium great avenue for wealthy individuals is that like a tax deduction thing here or can you speak uh, to that a little no bit?
1: it's it's not a tax deduction it's um you can you can front load a lot of premium into into whole life policies. And whole life policies are basically a way to avoid paying taxes on current income, a whole life policy has to be invested in the balance sheet of the bank, the bank's balance sheet is uh, sorry, the insurance company The insurance company's balance sheet is regulated by uh, the NAIC, the National Association of Insurance Commissioners. And basically, it's it's like a 90% bond portfolio, some real estate, oh, and okay. other things.
0: So, read some real you, and, and bonds. Yeah, okay.
1: you can replicate that yourself if that's the type of investment ass, asset you want, and you could front load into a personal account as much of that fixed income as you want. If you have a four hundred one k that's not hundred percent fixed income, yeah. you're probably because what you can do is then defer all current income in your four hundred one k and take your equities and hold that in your personal account. You can defer that for a long time. So this concept of you being able to put in as a lot of money as you want, most savings vehicles allow you to do that as well. In insurance, it actually gets slightly technical around uh, inheritance tax and, and whether or not you're really creating a generational skipping. Uh, oh, thing. because you so might there's some not. Success.
0: Is there a stepped up tax basis in, in these?
1: Um, it, it, it gets really technical. It depends. Yeah, depends okay, on how, okay, okay. No it depends on how it's structured and if it's in a trust.
0: Yeah. Uh, I see. Okay, because that becomes a big issue because that's even an issue with retirement accounts. People have retirement yeah. accounts. They're like, I did so well. I I, you know, kept all my money in this retirement account. And uh, you, you know, then then somebody passes away and somebody goes to inherit a retirement account or an account. And, it, and it's a nightmare to transfer, <laughs> but then they don't get a stepped up basis. And people are like, what the heck? They may as well not put it in a retirement account. Yeah, that's, oh, and, and that's, discussion. and
1: that, yeah, that's a discussion. That's kind of t- <laughs> yeah, some yeah. tax policy. But I think, you know, coming back to just term life insurance, this mm-hmm. is about if you have people who count on your income, right? If you, mm-hmm. you know, are are a dad or, or taking care of your mom or you have a charity you want to take care of and you don't, you don't worry about, you know, living long enough, it's a really cheap way to, to, to make sure that they get protected and, you know, what's nice is for per ladder we go everything from 100,000 all the way up to 8 million which is kind of the, the high end oh, of the wow. market so kind of kind of regardless of who you are we can get you covered and for for 10 years to 30 years so really really nice long durations too
0: locks it in for that what yeah. what are the um the commissions like in in whole life i mean i don't know the incentive structure and like the whole life and the infinite banking and i guess if if there was a, a more transparency on that like you know a realtor it's like realtor wants to sell me a house well of course yeah there's a you know a two yeah. and a half a two and a half percent commission in there <laughs> are, are there the big commissions, commissions for the whole life
1: the commissions can be very very high um okay. If you were to look at the surrender costs and like Mm -hmm. look at the premium you paid in the surrender costs a lot of times that comes to a close approximation to what the commission some some agents are making um Mm. you definitely you definitely can be buying someone uh a car uh in certain circumstances if you're buying a big policy so uh that's because listen because of that you just need to be careful to make sure that that's exactly what you need so this is something we really should look at all the fine print. Really look at all the schedules. Mm-hmm. Don't let people do air math, right? Because they're going to forget parts. Like, really look at all the details. Read the fine print. It could be a good choice for you, but it's pretty rare, right? It's okay. pretty rare. And,
0: and that's that's exactly why I wanted to have you on. I mean, obviously, uh, you're you're a ladder. You don't do infinite banking, but it's so good. See, like i feel like as uh, you know if if i'm a certain in a certain industry i Hmm. I can also talk about what the competitors have have going on and then hey you know maybe i gotta talk to an infinite banking person next right sure i'm so interested in this perspective so the surrender value is a big issue uh commissions are probably i mean probably invisible really to the to the front user but that's you're really being essentially sold uh, sold on that which is fair i mean sales isn't necessarily a bad thing sure uh but the the concerns are, are real here. I mean, if, uh, if you gotta look in the surrender value, the continuity of that dividend, could you get that dividend from something else and what kind of fees are you paying or are, are there like, you know, funds usually have like a 2% management fee, do you get that with this as well? Yeah. I mean, I mean
1: yeah, So so there, there are a lot of things go into how they calculate what the return is going to be on your whole life policy. And there are things, uh, like, you know, the, the, how good their portfolio returns uh the cost of what they call the cost of insurance which is the cost of the mortality of their overall book so it's Mm -hmm. these are not guaranteed uh uh return products so they'll illustrate a couple of different things to you they'll illustrate what's guaranteed they'll illustrate what's what they hope they'll be able to achieve for you and i would just say just be just like with anything else just be really careful read the fine print think about the fees but you know, it's not uncommon for a whole life policy to pay a twenty or thirty thousand dollar commission. So as you think oh, wow. about, uh, that's the, those are that's a, that's that's a lot of money. You're paying this person to help you get this get this product. You should make sure it works a hundred percent for you, and it's not better than something else. Because uh, you know, there's a lot of good Vanguard funds that don't charge that.
0: That's a good point. You almost wonder, uh, like, if, if you're going to look into a whole life policy, infinite banking, may, maybe look at, compare that to what you might yield on a Vanguard fund. Because in, in theory, yeah. I mean, if I took, if I grew a hundred thousand uh, dollar portfolio o- over time and I invested that into AT and T, you know, and I got my seven percent dividend and I didn't have to pay any yep. fees or whatever, I mean, that all of a sudden works out to passive income of five hundred eighty three bucks a month for me, uh, yep. and I'm not paying fees. Is, is that kind of the same sales principle <laughs> we're, we're doing with infinite? That's what they're saying. And they're
1: saying, listen, mm-hmm. that dividend you're going to pay current income on, you're going to pay a, a tax on that. So tax adjust that. And this is going to grow inside this vehicle tax deferred. Now, mm. if you, you can put your high dividend stocks in your 401k and have those grows tax deferred as well, and have your lower dividend yielding uh, assets in your personal portfolio. Asset location is a term people use when they talk about to optimize your tax. So a lot of the things people will talk about in infinite banking, they mix a lot of concepts together that if you break them apart individually, don't always make sense. So asset location is one thing you want to think about when you think about your personal portfolio. As you think about, I mean, the reason we create laddering in in our, it's in our name, ladder, your life insurance needs aren't constant over time, they change, right? You get a mortgage, call it a million dollar mortgage, maybe you pay, make two payments a month, right? so you're taking that, right. you're taking that principle down really quickly right you can then with the latter since we charge you no fees we're only the only people that charge you no policy fees you can reduce your coverage let's say you reduce it by half over time that's going to save you half of the price the price is going to cut in half right so your needs change you have a second kid your need goes up you could log log on to your customer portal and literally push the up arrow will underwrite you instantly you can buy a second policy right away Right? So we want it to make it dynamic because as you keep your needs, as you look at your liability curve and keep your insurance coverage exactly right, you can save 50 60% uh, over the lifetime of your insurance by really not overbuying, getting this big block of insurance that's really inflexible. You've paid a lot of fees for it. You can't change it. That's really the old school way. like That's like literally the 1950s way, right? Modern technology yeah, I, can make it way easier.
0: I, and I want to talk about your technology. In fact, I just want to highlight this comment here. If I need a lawyer and a CPA to buy life insurance, then it's too complicated. I have to say, one of the things that that made me really like hesitant about ever looking at a life insurance was yeah. it. It's so complicated. One of the things that I loved about your company, yeah. which is one of the reasons I signed because I signed up at your company before I was ever an affiliate. It was totally yeah. just like I reached out. I'm like, wait a minute, this was way too easy. And and the reason it was so easy was. Lauren's got asthma and allergies. Uh you, you know, I, I I don't. But uh I think we filled out the form and in like five minutes, like I was approved right away. Hers was like approved within 20 hours. We didn't have to talk to anybody, nobody had to come visit us or anything. It was it was easy. Yep. And I that's, like what's ama-
1: what's amazing, 70% of our of our customers just love it because it's easy. It's literally it it fits in your pocket. It's on your phone. It's five minutes. We have people who tell us they got it at a in a grocery store line. We've but more importantly, <laughs> if if you want to talk to someone, all of our customer service agents are licensed agents. That's really unique. They're all licensed mm-hmm. life insurance agents and zero of them are commissioned, right? So they are not there to sell you something. They're there to answer your questions, right? Because it can get complicated and people mm-hmm. can, they want to know they got the right thing for their family. So we're there for you. And, um, and yeah, listen, I, that comment about a CPA and a lawyer, when you start, when people start throwing around a lot of different terms and they can get, I mean, we can talk really geeky. You should slow down and, and make sure you really want what they're selling.
0: I was almost going to do a defined, uh, benefit pension plan at the end of last year, uh, because I, I would have been able to write off more money for my taxes, but I'll tell you sure. what if I started going through like the 20 page contracts and the, the, I got to pay for a, a minimum of five years. And then there could yeah. be excise taxes. It's like w- once you get like, it seems like anytime there are these creative programs, they're very complicated. Like you have to be an expert in it to really be able to nail it, it seems like.
1: Yeah, so it, it listen, If there, like there's a 1% of people some of these things make sense for. If you're in the 99%, you have less than 20 million of assets, mm-hmm. almost under every circumstance, a, like a really strong term policy, like what we sell, is gonna be yeah. great for you. And then you get to live your life. You get to know, hey, your people are taken care of and I, like I don't need to worry about it. Like life is simple, I can go forward. And you wanna yeah. like, again, you, you crush it on one of your investments, Kevin, you no longer need it. You're, I'm a big fan of like, you know, retire early and be financially independent, right? You crush it, you don't need this anymore. Great, we wanna make it so easy, you can just like press a button, you're done. No surrender charges, nothing, you're done, great. Wow. We're, we're glad we took care of you while you needed
0: it. Well, well thank you for that. So uh, I, I gotta ask you, Lemonade, okay? Lemonade yeah. Public, uh, oh, yes. gr- you know, they, they just came out with life insurance. What's going on? <laughs> big fans of lemonade i'm ex- mm-hmm. in
1: a, it's going to sound kind of i'm excited part of our mission at ladder is to drive there to be more accessibility to life insurance to strip out mm-hmm. all the costs and all the bs process and make it really easy for people to get it um, you know most of what lemonade does is they're a property and casualty company so most of mm-hmm. what lemonade does is is protecting stuff right your renters apartment, your condo your pet so this is they're selling someone else's product so that's Ugh. new and unique for them. Um, and it only goes up to a million dollars and it's only 10 or 20 years, your two choices. Most of the time, it's more expensive than us. But listen, I, I love the competition. It's gonna keep us on our toes and and ra- and raise the stakes. And, uh, you, know, you know, let's please come in. What people don't understand is how big the life insurance industry is. Renters is a $5 billion annual premium market. Life insurance is a seven hundred <laughs> and fifty billion. Oh you know, my market. god! It's just like so, of course they're graduating up. They've done such a good job where they started,
0: uh, and and they're they're going to graduate up. And what, what do you mean they're, they're selling somebody else's product? And how does that compare to you? Yeah. So um,
1: what they are is they're they're an agency, and so they oh. just uh, just like a, any other agency. What they're brokering. Unique, yeah, they're brokering. What's unique about us is we, are what's called a program manager. And, and a, so we've designed all our own products. we worked with our underlying insurance companies to get them filed and have unique rates and come them out in the market. So we can give that beautiful experience front to back. And we built the whole tech stack, right? So Lemonade has not yet built a tech stack and in life insurance, we built the full tech stack. So we can give
0: you that five minute beautiful experience. I see. How much does artificial intelligence enter your business?
1: We definitely leverage data and leverage it a lot of ways so that we can help you understand like what's right for you and also make our decision really fast. Way mm-hmm. most life insurance companies do it is they have you fill a lot of paper. And believe it or not, that actually creates a lot of costs and creates a lot of errors, right? Yeah. You're going to you're gonna fill out your your application way better on your phone just typing in directly than you will like literally writing out a paper application, like scanning it and faxing it somewhere, having someone else rekey it. So we leverage all that data to, and to give you a really good price instantly. And that's, we're trying to make life insurance a lot more accessible, a lot fairer by stripping out these costs.
0: I wanna ask you, because Lemonade might not tell us, do you think, and, and you might not know, but I, just to speculate on it. Yeah. Is it possible that, see Lemonade's algorithm, they say, oh, we're going to track like for renter's insurance, yeah. how people fill out the form. Did they read the terms of service and that? And yeah. then they use reinsurance for like 75%. Is it possible that they take, you know, some of the people that they're like, they seem a little riskier. Let's give them to the reinsurer. Is that, <laughs> is that possible?
1: I, I happen to know the reinsurance market in general.
0: I probably
1: uh, I wouldn't worry about that. That's not okay. probably gonna, that's probably not. And the lemonade team is a great team. So they're you know they're gonna they're gonna if someone's really trying to game the system they're gonna probably not offer them a policy, opposed ah, to I see. opposed okay. to collect a commission and stick it to the reinsurer. That may <laughs> that that may make you money for that may make you money for a day or two or a week or a month or a year, but it's gonna catch sure. up with you and. Good point. You know, just like just like property and casualty, you know, Daniel and Chai and the Lemonade team, they're trying to build, you know, a hundred billion dollar company that lasts hundred years. We're the leaders in life, and we're doing the exact same thing. So we're all really focused
0: on getting it right. Got it, got it. This is so fascinating. Yeah, and I'll have to if somebody knows, or, or maybe you even know somebody. If, if somebody knows a, a whole life person, I, I I like creating debates on the channel. You know, we'll, we'll sure. I'll have to have somebody on the do the whole life side, uh, and and I'll, I'll take your your critical points and and uh, yeah, we'll, pull in their argument. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I want to know this, and and I know we I got one 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 or two more questions here. We got to yeah. run. Uh, yeah. When are you guys going public? And are you going to do a SPAC direct listing? Come on, <laughs> let's hear it, man. When can can you give me some shares before? It happens <laughs> we're not going to announce anything
1: here we are doing really we are doing really well we had a, we had a great we had a great growth year uh uh thanks <laughs> thanks for saying that we, we are happy just doing what we're doing for now
0: okay but the
1: spec okay, market, market is pretty interesting it's basically late stage uh you know uh private, private equity and private equity venture capital and um it's exciting. It used, to, you know, the stock market used to be a place where companies could go public early and really develop. You look at Amazon. You look at some of these other really early companies that that went. And it's changed, and maybe SPACs are bringing it back. It's going to be interesting to interesting to watch.
0: So, so you like uh, you like the SPAC process? You're like, because a lot of people come out and they're like, ah, SPACs. You know, people lose money fast. They're speculative. Are are you actually more bullish on it?
1: I, yeah. Listen, I they are buyer beware. They're speculative. Don't. And not every SPAC is created equal. Look at the management team behind it. Look at what their incentives are. The incentive structures of the management teams are very different. right? So you want to make sure everything aligns, but there are some real advantages to private companies going public via SPAC. All the paperwork done ahead of time. You can go to the market much faster. The challenge is you don't have that IPO bookmaking process where you match up your long-term investors with you know your company. So, yeah. what happens in the SPAC is those those shareholders all have to trade out, but you know that's what the markets are for. So, if you have a the investors who bought into the SPAC around the strategy at which you as the target company match, like, there there makes makes some makes some real logic.
0: Last question: When are yeah. you getting into homeowners and renters insurance? Or is uh, that not in the in? The sense? We're we're not
1: going into the P and C market. We are okay. looking to we're looking to redeem every single product in life insurance. So annuities, we think there's an enormous opportunity to make a better annuity by using technology and taking out the costs and and making it much more accessible at much lower amounts, much lower fees for customers. We do think there's a way to redeem whole life in a really wonderful way, right? To take out a lot of those costs, a lot of those commissions and make it something that's really, really easy that you can own in small, quantities and, and grow over time.
0: And, and that might be like an investment product, essentially, that somebody could could buy yeah. through your platform or something like exactly. that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Think mm-hmm. of it like a term product married with a nice bond ETF. Uh,
0: and, and you would uh, you would pay in upfront into, it's kind of like you take your cash value, put it into that, and then you get your dividend yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Wait, We've got a more. lot. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Yes. So go ahead. Say what you wanted to say really quick.
1: No, no. Listen, we got a lot. We got we got a lot. We got to do ahead of us, and and
0: we're excited for
1: our early start.
0: Jamie, this has been awesome. I, uh, I've i got to take up the challenge now and i got to hit up a whole life person. And you gave me, I, I took some sure. notes here. You gave me some things to poke holes in arguments. So I really appreciate this. And uh, it's been fun partnering with you over at Ladder Life. Uh, if you watch this and enjoy this, uh, I personally Apple Pay with Lauren for my Ladder Life policy at metkevin.com slash life, <laughs> link right here. Yeah. So uh, check that out if you're interested. It's really cool to be able to talk to you. We'll have to have you on again sometime in the future, maybe when you launch that annuity.
1: Well, thank you. It was. Kevin, we're really happy you guys are in the latter family and thanks for having me on and, and, uh, and talk to you later.
0: Perfect, stand by one second. Everyone else, thank you so much. We will see you next time. If you've enjoyed this, consider subscribing and sharing the video and we will see you next time.